Whole Thought the Podcast. This is your host, Franklin. Uh, today I'm joined by my co-host for the day, Julius. How are you doing, Julius? Pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad. I mean, the snow's starting to melt. I just got the first COVID shot vaccine, so I'm, I'm hoping that in the next, you know, three months, your boy outside again. It's demon time. <laughs> hey, right, right. Hey, I just got my second one uh, two days ago. So oh, really? You, know, you decided to take it? Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I got to. I got to. I'm, I'm just got my passport, so call me global. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you were you were you thinking ahead of next? Um, Jamaica, and you know, we'll see after that because now that I have a passport, this opens doors for my career because now I can go to different countries and I can shoot there. Yeah. Set life. That'd be dope. Um, you currently working on anything right now or? Um, it's been mostly finding work. Uh, COVID made everything slow down in all the industries, of course, but the work is still out there. It's just out there for the people that, that, are willing to work for it. and it, it, this isn't something where things just fall into your lap all the time. I mean, of course, sometimes they can, but I don't expect it to. So it's just mostly finding work, negotiating, making sure I get the right, the right deal for me, and you know, just knowing your worth. Yeah. So what? What do you? You know, we've known each other for years now. Um, I've obviously supported your career, and you know, we've talked and you know, swapped advice and things like that. What do you think has been, you know, your most impactful or your most successful uh, piece of work or modeling? Is it, are you more of a model guy, more of a commercial guy? Like, which one do you enjoy more and what would you say is your best showcase? So, uh, the thing about actors is a lot of actors model and a lot of models act as well. Yeah. Uh, they, they interchange a lot. Um when it comes to my biggest like piece of work or the thing that I'm most proud of, I can't even say it's one particular thing. I feel like I'm most proud of the fact that I haven't given up because there are so many days where you question yourself because you're like, I'm doing all this work and it's, I feel stagnant. I don't feel like I'm growing. I don't feel like I'm making any progress. And I'm knocking on all these doors, and they're just all closed. They're all locked, and I can't find a key. But then this day, you get a you get an offer for something, and then you it just whoa. You're just like wow, like this is why I was why I'm doing this. Yeah. The fact that someone else is offering me something shows that I have value, and that other people see that value in me sometimes. Yeah. So it's it's that's true. Um, and, and you know, you and I we talked briefly this week about you know staying consistent. You know, small progress is better than no progress. So you know, one of the things that we really wanted to talk about was you know the the pursuit of success and how that doesn't really dictate your life and how you know no matter how much work you put in, like sometimes you just won't be successful. You know, how does that factor into how you operate and how you motivate yourself right now? Well, uh, motivation definitely is something that has to come from within. I feel like there, and when I say it comes from within, I mean like there, there, there's something in you that makes you want to be great. I can't explain it. It's like an X factor, you know, like some people have it, some people don't. And when it comes to success, I feel like success is subjective, you know? 
Because you can look at somebody and say, well, this person is, let's just say they're like a musical artist and oh, they're in the Billboard top 200, you know, every year, whatever. And you got this janitor who's been working there for six months. Well, you can say that the the artist is more successful than that janitor, but what if that janitor was, for the past 10 years, a drug addict? And for him, success was keeping a consistent job and not relapsing for uh, a certain time limit, you know? And him working for six months is an accomplishment for him, and that's a success for him. Yeah. So that's why I see... Subjective, is, almost. Yeah, it, it's subjective a little bit. Um, how I measure my success... I measure my success by a couple of different things. I measure it by uh, how much growth I've endured, the things that I've learned, and how I'm, I'm able to use that to uh, go through more growth. Uh, yeah. Because that's the goal. You never want to stop growing. Once you stop growing, that's how you become unhappy. You become stagnant and you're complacent. And uh, I feel like we're just meant to grow and learn. You never want to stop learning. So that's how I measure my success. Okay. Uh, so one of the things I always take in consideration is, you know, both of us being African, African American, a huge part of our, uh, pursuit for success is based on family aspirations. You know, how would you say your family has approached your career and supported you over the last couple of years? I would say when I first started, uh, there were few family members who supported me and those people know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the others looked at me like, you know, you're doing something different. And a lot of people, I feel like, don't know a lot of people who have goals that scare them. When you have a goal where it's like you know that you're going to accomplish that goal because you'll never give up and you'll keep trying. You have this confidence that, like, you'll reach that goal. But also, it's like, you don't really know if you're going to get to that goal or not. Like, life just happens. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery for real. And people just aren't used to being around people who make goals that, you know, scare them or, or big, big goals. They, they're just not used to it. So I didn't expect uh, people to support me, to be honest. I just didn't expect people to hate on me as much. <laughs> I, man, it's crazy. I, I, get, I get hate. I get, like, statements sometimes from... Some people are like, oh, get a real job, you know, but honestly, it's... But you do have a real job. Like, yeah. your career is a real job. Like, it's just in a different execution. It's in a different specialty. It takes just as much hard work and dedication. And I oftentimes think that people downplay the success of others until it's... It, 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 it reminds me of this quote I see on social media all the time where... um no one wants to su to support you until it's popular to support you because they're like, oh, like, you know, I, I knew him, like, back when he was in college. Yeah, like, now like, I know, like, this nigga's eating. Like, right, exactly, <laughs> it's like, exactly. oh, that's my guy. Like, yeah. It's like, nah, fuck you. Like, right. I, you literally shit on my career for a while just because of what you perceived as success and what I perceived as success not aligning the same way. And so, you know, I, I oftentimes have conversations with family members where, you know, even during, like, them listening to my podcast, they're like, you cuss a lot on your podcast. And I'm like, I cuss a lot in real life, um, as do most people. And, you know, it reminds me of when Gary Vee was like, I got very successful from being myself. And in order for me to be myself, I, ha I have to have the space to cuss. So if you expect me to be, 
you know, quote unquote, unprofessional and, 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 and cuss, then that's what you're going to get because that's who I am. Whereas if you expect me to be professional and not cuss, then like, we're not going to be able to have the most successful business because I'm going to feel limited. And that's how I feel about, you know, people judging others based on the lens that they view life through. It's like, that's your perspective and that's how you see things. But like, at the end of the day, I'm trying to do what makes me successful and what makes me the happiest. And it's like, that's dictated by me and only me. Right. I feel I feel like that's definitely uh important an important thing for specifically your family to know because your family I feel like that's one of the most important foundations in your life. Of course it's good to have peers and friends, but when you have that support of your family, like I've had like my family now, you know, I told you it was only a few people who supported me at first, but now as time was went on and they saw the things that I do, you know, on a daily basis behind the scenes and they see that it's not just me like posting stuff to Instagram and, and, you know, being a quote Instagram model, I'm actually putting in work behind the scenes and figuring out ways to make myself grow every day. The goal is to be 1% better every day. (laughs) That's smart. Um, and so, you know, just, just discussing, you know, not being an, an Instagram person and trying to get deals you know you talked about earlier and just mentioned it like negotiating and, and you mentioned an interesting story about um a, a commercial that you shot i remember it back in cleveland yeah um and, and can you just tell the audience you know what's going on with that and how important negotiating and understanding the law behind your field is yeah so w- when when you're out here and someone let's just say they offer you like a couple hundred dollars to do, let's just say, like a 30-second commercial. Um, there are a lot of questions that you have to ask before you say yes or no to this because uh, your rate isn't just, okay, I'm working for this amount of time. This is what you have to pay me. You have to compensate me for all, all that this entails. Me, myself, I am running myself like a business because I am essentially the product. Yeah. So, uh, a couple of questions that I ask are, who is the client? Um, my second question I'll ask is, do you know where the video or videos will be used and how long they'll be running? Uh, three, how many videos will there be? Uh, four, is this just video or will it be stills used as well? If it runs on social media, will it be paid ads? Am I able to be compensated extra if you want me to do like location scouting and and shooting? Yeah. A lot of these like casting websites, uh, they have these gigs where it's like promoting an app, like a little small commercial where it will be like promoting an app or something. And uh, they want you to do all this work. And it's like, you're not compensating me. Appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm worth. I know what I've booked in the past. And I feel like if you if you know you can get something better and this could be like stopping you from getting something potentially better, you know, conflicting with something else. And what I mean by that is uh, certain things are high conflict. So if I'm in, let's say this this app for BP or whatever, let's just say I'm in like a BP commercial for like $300. Now I can't be in an Exxon commercial that would have paid me 1500 for the same amount of work and using my image for, or the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, the one commercial that I, uh, booked in Cleveland that we were talking about, uh, they used my, the, terms of how they were going to use the commercial was i think it was six months tv 
and then a year for like YouTube, Hulu, and it was uh, broadcast in the Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Columbus areas. So, you know, I was great, very, very grateful for that. My face got out there. I, I remember my barber, he was like, yo, man, I seen your commercial on TV like every day. So it was, it was just crazy. <laughs> like, uh, and when I, when I first, when I first booked it, it was, and I saw it on TV, it was, it was just surreal. It, it just, I can't, I can't even describe the feelings that came over me, but I know another feeling that came over me is like, you know, I want more. How can I get yeah, more? Yeah, you got hungry for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're like, I'm hurt now. Like, yeah, it's like, this, it's this is up and it's stuck. Yeah, <laughs> you already know, you already know, man. Yeah, so I was really excited about that and I know there's more to come it's just a matter of uh staying consistent staying persistent I feel like that's the the big key to it being uh persistent yeah and you know never giving up on it so one of the things that you mentioned was knowing your worth and obviously being in a um art-based career versus me being in a finance career those are two different conversations but they're kind of rooted in the same thing and just being an advocate for yourself right and so I actually had a conversation in my my group chat with uh, a couple of my guys and you know my boy Chewy he mentioned um he asked the the one guy in our group chat he's like very art minded he's in art school here in Chicago mm-hmm. um he's very big on like design he wants to be you know the creative director or something you know for like Patagonia or North Face or right. Nike or something like high aspirations and I support him on it and Chewy asked him he was like you know yo D does do a lot of your internships or jobs you're applying to right now ask for free work and when the f- question got proposed I was like that's kind of weird like usually someone might ask me for like some work I, I did yeah you know like they might ask me for like oh show me a write-up you did for your last job right or show me something you did during college because they want to see you know what you can do on pen and paper because right. a huge part of my job is writing like we have right. to convey a message and like tell people what's going on so they convince them you know like this is a property worth buying or this is a property worth investing in or spending money on yeah so I get that but he was more so asking of like you're supposed to create something, like something new. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's really annoying because like the most I would do in regards to creating something new is they would give me, you know, a test property and they'd be like, they'll make up a property and be like, yo, underwrite this or like say how successful this project would be, which is simple because it's not, they're not gaining anything from this. They're just testing me, right? Right. But like a lot of these art-based professions, they spend a lot of time getting free work out of you and it reminds me of, and it kind of clicked for me once I, I heard him talk about like free projects and like design and stuff. You know, it, it, he mentioned how in his career, like people have asked him to like just to get an internship. They'll be like, hey, look at our company, come up with a design or a concept you think we should use to better our company or think of what markets we're not attacking right now that we should do. And it's helping the business. It's like essentially giving away free IP. And I'm a big person where like when it comes to art, in tech, you should never give away free IP. Right. And so it reminds me of this tweet that went viral a while back where there was a girl who came up with this year's or 2020's like end of the year wrap up on Spotify. Right. I think that was one of the best ones they've ever come up with. Yeah. But the fact that um, it was her internship project that stemmed this idea and she never got credit. She never really got paid for it. She never really got, you know, even acknowledged for the, the work she did. And she actually like went on Twitter and she posted the original stems of it and yeah. was like, yeah, this is what I came up with a year ago. They just stole this shit and made it better. Yeah. And it's like for you, like negotiating your contracts right now, that's what it reminds me of because it's, 
we're oftentimes, you know, forgetful of the fact that, like, this is a country and this is an industry. These are industries that are set up to exploit the little person to make more money on the top dollar. Yeah. And so I always respect, you know, my creative friends because it's like, that's not how I operate. Like, I would, my goal one day, if I can, is to be a manager for, like, artists. Like, that'd be so raw. Like, I've tried to manage my friends that, like, I tried to manage B. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, that's some big shoes, big shoes. (laughs) And, And, like, I've tried to, like, manage, like, Ralph with his, like, um, clothing line and stuff like that and it's like that would be my goal one day is to like combine my passion for art with my business acumen because I'm good at the business side they're good at the art side like let me take you somewhere um, and so you know I'm watching Entourage right now and like I'm so fucking hyped because it's like that's that's what I would do like yeah, talking to like artists or like actors or models or whatever it may be and just managing talent because I'm a people person but I'm also like really smooth with the business yeah, and so, yeah. you know, watching you go through what you're going through right now, I respect it a lot because it's like you're taking a huge leap of faith and betting on your talents, with, which is what a lot of people are not willing to do. Um, yeah. and, it, and, and, and it was almost cemented for me this past week when I was watching um, Black, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. And I listened to the, uh, the podcast with uh, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay, great podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about the fact that, you know, Lakeith Stanfield, he was like, a lot of people didn't realize how much effort I was putting into like humanize this guy. Like everyone was just so focused on how fucked up what he did was. And I was talking about it with my like friends at basketball. And then Lakeith on the, on the podcast was like, Hey, like at the end of the day, you forget that more of you would be Judas than you would be the black Messiah. Cause a lot of people aren't built for that. Right. And that's the same thing I feel with you is like. You took that leap of faith to get into modeling, to get into commercials and acting. And it's like, you probably know a bunch of people that are probably interested, but they never took that leap of faith to do it. And it's like, no, I, I, I can tell you why it's, it's a couple of different things. When you're in an art based uh, career, you, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. And that's scary because that means you have to be open to criticism just as much as you're open to the uh the validation as well because you want to feel like validated in what you do you want to know that if if you're not validated then you, or not validated validated but like if you're not valued then i feel like you're you're doing something wrong and the best way for people to see your value is just as you said to be yourself to be genuine yeah and i've seen a lot of beautiful people i'm like yo you should you should definitely model like you know you you have the personality for it and some people are just they're just not they're just not built for it fam i've seen people get modeling careers off of like mugshots. remember dude yeah oh man that's that was crazy that like, was crazy like you really make that? a bag from prison yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just goes to show you there's no reason there's no excuse for people to not be as successful as they dream to be because the opportunities are out here yeah and it, it's ra- it's random but you put in work on something uh, enough like and you're consistent and you're persistent you'll definitely reap the war- rewards after a while literally uh it reminds me of um the oh, kamala harris is like stepdaughter yeah she'd like been interested in like modeling and fashion and all that stuff for a while and she was like in initial contact 
about it. And then after the inauguration, her fit was on Twitter and social media, and niggas was like, nah, she fire. Like, she's super cool. <laughs> and now she's like, she's signed to one of the biggest agencies in the world. Or like, I saw that. People saw who that. just like post, like, if you consistently post on social media, like, people repost you on Instagram or people retweet you on Twitter or people post your or share your stuff on Facebook. It's like, it only takes like one repost or one share before someone with an eye for talent's like, yo, that, that dude's raw or like, oh, that chick's fire. Like, let me, let's talk. Like my homie just posted, you know, LB. Yeah. He just posted, you know, an old screenshot of his DMs and it was focused on a conversation he had with Snoop Dogg. Right. Because he made uh, an art, like one of his art pieces based on Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg DM'd him and was like, yo, send me this. And I'll, I'll send me an invoice too and I'll pay you for it. Wow. And it's like, if Snoop Dogg posts his painting on his IG now and no. tags him, now he's, he's got his name on Snoop Dogg. And it takes one person. It takes yeah, one of it, those. It takes one person to change your life. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people, you know, they get afraid. Like I was, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, you shouldn't quit your last job. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And I was afraid because I was like, I didn't know what was out there. I didn't, you know, I, I was starting to questioning, I was starting to question my abilities and how, how good I was at doing my job. And sometimes I do that now still, but you know, I took that leap of faith. I quit my job, made the right move. And I love my current job. Like I'm probably going to, you know, get off this podcast and put in a quick 30 minutes, like trying to get some stuff done for one of my coworkers. Yeah. But a lot of people just aren't built like that. Like they don't think that way. They don't move that way because there's a lack of belief in yourself and there's a lack of belief in taking that leap of faith and understanding that like, Hey, if I fail, I fail. But at the end of the day, I tried because right. there's always a risk versus reward situation. And I always move in the sense that like, I would never make a move that the risk outweighs the reward anyway. So it's like, right. if I'm thinking about doing this, I obviously think it's worth the reward. Right. And so, you we know, it's a return on investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like right now, like on some low key shit, like I, me and my homies always talk about like how long we think will last in corporate America. Cause the reward's fine, but the risk is like my mental health or like my comfort in the, in the work environment because I've had conversations about being black in corporate America. Yeah, I, I already I already know how that is. Man. Yeah, that and is it's like, like, it's, like not first-hand experience, yeah. but like, uh, you know, third person I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's interesting just, you know, maneuvering through those spaces because it's like, this is a very real situation and a very real conversation. And so, you know, watching you, you know, navigate modeling has been awesome because it's like, hey, these are real people taking care of, uh, you know, taking care of their aspirations and assessing the risk and trying to go after what they want. So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like, uh, also to some people at where they're at in life currently, uh, they just haven't learned the lessons that they need to learn to, to grow. Cause I feel like in life you get the same lessons over and over until you learn them. Yeah. And uh, when I was talking about like, you know, I'm focused on personal growth just as much as I'm fo focused on my career, because ultimately that'll help me further myself in my career. Yeah. And. Um, oh, damn, I like that. <laughs> yeah, but you can edit it, though, right? Huh? You going? You can edit it. What do you want to edit? No, because I, I like lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> now you're good, fam. We just we keep it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "No, we keep it rolling." <laughs> no, I, I'm rather show the realness. Like people lose their train of thought all the time, but it is what it is. Yeah, I see. So it's all about being, yeah, all about being genuine. 
Dang, but I, I, I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so some people just haven't learned those lessons that they need to learn so that they will believe in themselves. Uh, so, I remember this one time. It was crazy. Uh, like, one of the craziest things ever. I When I was in high school, yeah. uh, I tried out for the basketball team like two or three times. And I didn't make it any time. And I remember after my 10th grade year, or, or my 10th grade summer, spring time, I was training with the basketball team. So I would go practice with them, you know, after uh, after I had my tennis practice or before. And I would go play with them. So every the whole basketball team knew I could hoop. Like, yeah. I had gym class with them, too, so they knew what was up. My 11th grade year, I went to go try out, and I did the most embarrassing thing, man. It was crazy. So we did this 5-on-5 drill where we ran down the court. We were on offense. So we ran down the court, and, like, it was – I think everybody was nervous because there was this, like, really – ugly possession where everybody was diving everywhere for the ball and I just happened to be at the top of the key and somebody passed me the ball and I was so wide open and I was like I'm about to catch this no (laughs) I I turned around ran all the way down and everybody's like screaming my name like I thought they were screaming because I was wide open yeah I did a layup and I missed it my friend was like, yo, you was already your name was already on the list, and after you did that, he crushed your name off. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, that and, and it's crazy it's crazy because like like not like now I man, I I know man. That's one of the most embarrassing moments yeah. of my life. I was completely sober. I was completely sober when this happened. I was completely sober. Yo, I'm geeked. <laughs> So mad, so mad. Please tell me you at least got the rebound or something. No, after so after I, I tried to do a layup, it hit the back iron and bounced out. And I just like stopped and everybody's like, You went the wrong way, what are you doing? And so my all the other basketball players there was like, yo, you should have dunked it. You gonna go the wrong way, you need to dunk it at least, man. You went the wrong way and missed the layup, like you clown. Oh, man, I got clowned for so long because of that, man. I got clowned for so long because of that. But look, though, I got I got a good story that, that um, this is one of the ones where I was like, I, I, I need to believe in myself. So there's a, there was this guy named uh, Darius Sizemore. He went D1. I think he went D1 to, like, Alabama State or something like that. And Darius Sizemore had an older brother who was, like, playing. I think he was doing, like, a Juco or something like that. So coach put me one-on-one against him, like, King of the Hill type of thing. Yeah. And I think I beat him, like, 5-2, but... I wasn't like impressed because I'm a shooter. Like the only, like the only thing I used to do, like hundred shots, and then I write down how many I got out of hundred, and then I'll do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again. Like I used to have aspirations to be a basketball player actually yeah. when I was like in high school. So he was uh, after he put me one on one against him. He put me one on one against uh, the best player on the team at the time. Yeah, and his name was like Ross. They called him Ross or whatever, and I beat him five zero. <laughs> Crazy craziness, and he got he got offensive possessions too. I didn't just get ball first; he had some possessions too. But I beat him five zero. After that, he was like, "Everybody, get the fuck out of my gym! How y'all gonna let this tennis playing ass nigga come in here and do y'all like that?" Because I was on the tennis team, so you know everybody dogged me and shit like that. But I know where my abilities are, and I've I, I have lived twenty four years, uh, not always being mindful, but at the same time being mindful of like the things that I've been able to do and accomplish. Like, I know when I work at something, it don't matter what it is. I'm going to learn how to do it, and I'm going to learn how to do it better than you can. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to make it more, I'm going to learn how to make this process more efficient. And even at, at work and 
I've done a lot of different things from like selling cars to selling furniture, you know, working in the medical field, uh, you know, even like the modeling and stuff. And, you know, people think people think that uh, this modeling shit is just you posing in front of the camera or or, you know, they think that you just be playing around like, no, this like real life shit. Yeah, I, I didn't have a photo shoot for maybe more than six months and when I first got back in front of the camera it felt foreign to me like I just had this photo shoot with with Kara uh check out her photography page on Instagram she's pretty dope uh she she could even tell you I was I was like lost it was crazy I'm like how I forget how to (laughs) how to be a model you know like this is this is this is me trying uh I don't know if it's not because I'm not I'm not owning I'm just I'm rusty, you know. Yeah. And if you don't do something consistently, uh, you, you'll you'll lose it for sure. Yeah. So that's why I try to stay. You know, it goes back to what I said. Try to stay consistent, persistent, and you know, keep it moving. And you can really accomplish anything you set your mind to. And that is not a joke. That is real life. Yeah. You can do anything. You just gotta want to do it. You gotta want to do it enough. Okay. Do you have any final remarks that you want to give to the listeners before we log off? Uh, hold on. I wrote some stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> Just like general stuff, or um, no, I feel I feel like we covered everything for real. Uh, if oh oh no, here's the crazy thing. So before I became a model, I I was calling myself a model. Yeah. So right when I made right when I sent all those uh, pictures and that agency called me back and they're like, hey, like train under us. I was calling myself a model. I was calling myself an actor. Believing yourself. Yeah, and it was crazy because on, on, on like Instagram at the time, I think I had like two three hundred followers. This was like my old Instagram that I had. Yeah. I had like two hundred followers or something, and I remember someone asked me like, you know, what I did, and I was like, I'm a model, and somebody started laughing at me, and I remember when they laughed at me, I went home that day. And I want to say I was looking for work for like a, probably like a good five six hours. I was like, you know what? Bet. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna I'm show you. Yeah. I'm gonna show you. I'm rubbing in your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> say what you want about me. I'm yeah, I'm petty, but I use that energy to to motivate me to like really go out here and grind so I can prove these people wrong. I love my haters more than I love my supporters, honestly, because <laughs> should be motivation. <laughs> yeah, because. It's so funny when people say you can't do something and then you go out there and do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they like they switch up cuz they like, "Wow, I I you know, I ain't never I didn't never expect this guy to be able to do that." That's why I said that you can't do it. Yeah. Um there was a tweet that that uh that always makes me laugh and it was uh it was this teacher and she was asking us or he or she was asking a student, you know, what motivates the student to do so well in school. And the kid just turned and was like, spite. And I was like, I felt that. (laughs) (laughs) He said spite. (laughs) And I was like, honestly, like, I have a huge love for my career and for my field. But there's a fair amount of my, like, motivation that's just purely spite. And I was like, for a while, I felt bad about that. But at the end of the day, I'm like, there's hella people out there that are just motivated off spite. Like, you think MJ wasn't spiteful? Man, he... LeBron's not spiteful. Kyrie's not spiteful. KD's not spiteful. Like, you gotta have a little hate. Like, yeah. that shit really does motivate you. Because it's like, now what? Say something. Like, I'm gonna keep dunking yeah. on you. Like, a- a- everything you say I can't do, I'm about to go out here and do it. Yeah, just because like, you said that. 
Oh, one more, one more uh, final remark. So, uh, when it comes to when it comes to uh, finding ways to motivate yourself, uh, you know, waking up in the morning and listening to motivational videos really sets the tone for your day. I cannot stress how important it is that when you wake up, uh, spend some time with yourself. Like, if you know you got to go to work at nine, don't just wake up at you know eight thirty. And, you know, barely make it to work on time, like wake up a little bit earlier so you can spend some time with yourself and like you put yourself in a positive space. Yeah. You know, and uh, I feel like another thing that keeps me pushing, too, is I want to make my family proud. I want to I want to take care of my family, like my brothers and sisters, because, you know, I'm pretty sure all the families out there, you know, people have been going through a lot because of COVID and, you know, people are struggling out here. So I'm grateful that I can, you know, say I can take care of my siblings when they need it and they can take care of me when I need it, yeah. you know, but ultimately I want to be able to like really put them in positions to be as successful as me, you know, bringing them with me type shit. Like I'm not just going, I'm not just going be, I'm not just going like, you know, cut them off. Like I'm, I'm like, you know, try to bring them with me, you know, as long as they're continuing to try to improve on themselves and focus on personal growth as well, because I I just want to be better and being around people that don't want to be better that holds you back. Yeah, it really does, and it's a it's it's like difficult to do, especially when like you when you like form when you have like a bond with somebody, you know, and it's like you want that person to do better, but that person has to want to do better for themselves. Yeah. and if they're not helping you grow, then I'm telling you, it's holding you back. I got I got places to be. I got things to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, that's it though. No, I respect. I respect it. Um, to my listeners today, uh, I would just like to remind you guys to remain authentic this week. Thank you.